Hey, 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 hey. Hello. How are you, girl? I am good. I am good. What's going on on that side? Ah, uh, well, nothing much. <laughs> nothing much. I'm still repairing myself, but other than that, life is good. How are you? I'm good as well. Good as well. Uh, yeah, we're up here in Canada doing our thing. Not, not getting the snow yet, but, you know, we know it's coming. That's a good thing, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, so we are live here on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. Remember to subscribe and to like or comment. <laughs> you can join us in the chat. Uh, we love to hear <laughs> your comments and what you have to say. Tonight's show is about human trafficking. I'm here, Hillary here in Ontario, Canada. And Teresa? Um, I'm Teresa, like Hillary said, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa in Barbados. <laughs> Okay, welcome, let's get welcome, let, welcome. yeah, let's get into it, Teresa. We're going to talk about human trafficking. It is a very, mm -hmm. um, I am very much so advocate for, um, you know, dealing with human trafficking. Um, I have had a personal experience where I had to help a victim. Um, someone was being taken, so we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the show. But uh, right now, we're going to talk about yeah. what is human trafficking and we're gonna go from there go through what to look for as well as um you know the different kind of stories in usa canada mm -hmm. and barbados and human trafficking is around the world 24.9 million people are being trafficked so it's a worldwide issue it's not um just for um barbados usa and canada okay so, uh, mm. Teresa, let's get into it. Yes. What is human trafficking? And just, just add a bit to your intro, mm -hmm. uh, which will help me with my opening on what is human trafficking. Mm -hmm. In your intro, you said, you mentioned the word taken, and mm -hmm. there was a picture, there is a picture, um, I can't remember what year it came, okay, but it's a, some picture, in, I think it was 2015 or so, mm -hmm. nevertheless, mm -hmm. called taken. If you want a brief description of what human trafficking is you can watch that picture taken part one okay yeah so yeah. yeah now on with it what is human trafficking human trafficking involves any force fraud or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act and every year millions of men women children are trafficked like hillary said worldwide it's not just a usa Canada Barbados thing. This thing happens worldwide, including um, in the same USA, Canada that we're speaking about. So it is something that happens within our communities and victims can be of any age, any gender, any nationality, any race. It doesn't pick out certain people. So human, human trafficking is something that exists and it's among a lot of us. And you might use the following methods to lure victims into trafficking situations like violence, threats, manipulation, um, false promises, or trafficking of a well-paying job, violence, threats, manip <laughs> feedback, mm -hmm. romantic yes, relationships. All those are, are uh, ways you can lure victims into trafficking situations. So language barriers, fears of their trafficking, and or fears of law enforcement frequently keep victims from seeking help. Human trafficking is a, is a hidden crime, right? So traffickers look for people who are easy targets for various reasons. It can be emotional vulnerability, it can be economic hardship, um, lack of lack of social safety, uh, social safety net. What is wrong with my tongue when they come on? <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Natural disasters could be another one. Um, mm -hmm. Political instability. Yes. The trauma yeah. caused by the traffickers can be so great that many not may, many people may not identify themselves as a victim mm -hmm. or ask for help, even in highly public um, public settings. There's some myths of misconceptions that exist, but regardless of how you recognize the key indicators of human trafficking, the first step is to identify the victims, identify your victim, 
and get help to save a life, okay? Not all indicators listed are present in every human trafficking situation and the presence or absence of any of these indicators is not necessarily proof of human trafficking, okay? The safety of the public as well as the victim is important. So please, please, please do not attempt to confront a suspected trafficker directly or alert a victim to any suspicions. It is up to law enforcement to, for you to, to investigate any suspected cases of human trafficking. You can visit different links to have more information about human trafficking and how you can protect yourself and others. So human, human trafficking is basically forced labor. Um, what else? Yeah, it can labor for uh, either labor or for sex. Both labor <laughs> or, or, or sex commercially. So those are those are things that get involved. Coercion, coercion to obtain some types of labor. That's it. Coercion mm -hmm. to obtain some types of labor or commercial sex act. Okay. And now that's it on human trafficking. Okay. What it what, so it, what is. it is. Yeah, what it is. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's so it's so subtle too sometimes that you don't even know that. It is happening. Um, there are some signs that you can look for when it comes to human trafficking and, and uh, you know, what, what do I see? What am I seeing? So I'm going to go through a couple of tips here. And uh, again, if you're experiencing any emergency, please call 911. I think in, in Barbados, it's 211. It's 211, yeah. Right. And um, uh, to report a tip or sus suspected of uh, sex trafficking, there are hotlines that we will give you throughout the show. Uh, for pimps and traffickers that often exhibit the following behaviors and characteristics. And again, these are characteristics and behavior, not necessarily what's going, you're going to see, but this is a start, you know, maybe you see, you saw something or heard something, uh, jealousy controlling over the victim or violence towards them, significant older per, uh, male or female, um, and the younger, younger, much, much younger companion that is not their relative. Um, but sometimes, unfortunately, the relatives do also traffic the uh, person. Mm -hmm. um, uh, promise things. Uh, if you're over here in a conversation where the person is promising something that's too good to be true, or uh, encouraging the victim to engage in illegal activities uh, to achieve their goals and dreams, uh, buying expensive gifts or even own expensive items. You see a child owning something that you know that economically your parents uh, cannot afford, uh, or person that is because it can happen to adults and I, and I want to make this clear human trafficking is not only children or females it also in, in involve uh, young boys and older men as well um, if vague or if the person um, has a profession and really can't tell you what the profession is uh, pushy or demanding about sex uh, encouraging inappropriate sexual behavior or even make the victim feel responsible for their financial stability. Uh, they're very open about their financial matters, a little bit too much, flashy, flashy. Uh, warning signs that individual may um, ha uh, be a person that's being trafficked. Uh, physical abuse, again, it burns, it cuts, abrasions, mm -hmm. bruises uh, that are unexplainable. Um Unexplainable absences from the classroom, for example, for young uh, children. Um, sexual Sexualized behavior where the person became more pro provocative than before. Um, a, a I always say patterns because, you know, you learn people's patterns. And especially if you're around a certain person all the time, you learn their pattern. And if the part pattern changes dramatic dramatically, there's something that made it change. So ask questions. You can ask. Just don't push or be demanding. Uh, overly mm. tired in the classroom, for example, is, is a good one. Uh, withdrawn, depressed, distracted, or checked out. Um, always checking with your girlfriends. I always say checking on your sisters. <laughs> uh, brags about making or having a lot of money. Um, less appropriate dress than before or and new expensive clothing, accessories and shoes. Um, new tattoos and the tattoos that are used by pimps in the way that brands the victims. So tattoos of names, uh, symbols of money and barcodes 
could indicate trafficking. Okay, again, I'll say that one more time. Tattoos of names, symbols of money, or barcodes could indicate trafficking. Uh, older uh, boyfriend or friends with a different lifestyle that you see, a dr again, dramatic change in who they hang out with. Uh, talking about wild parties or invite others, students uh, to attend parties, and then show signs of gang affiliation, colors, notebooks, mm -hmm. duels, or durags, or um, band gang symbols. So those are some things that you can uh, look for. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, we have in North America a high runaway um, status and uh, statistics. And unfortunately, a lot of those kids, over 100,000 of those kids, will end up in human trafficking. Again, as I said at the beginning of the show, 24.9 million people are being trafficked around the world. And this is a world issue, not a Canadian, American, or Barbadian issue. We're just going to talk about those three particular areas because we're familiar with the um, those mm -hmm. countries. Um so uh, let's go on to talk about some situations that we've come across or some stories that we know about in the U.S., Canada, or Barbados. Uh, Teresa, you want to talk about Barbados a little bit? Um, in Barbados, I think recently, as in March, mm -hmm. they had mm -hmm. formed, you call it a, a campaign. Mm -hmm. They had mm -hmm. lots of campaign in Barbados for trafficking persons. And there are a number of organizations like the U.S. Embassy for War on the Eastern Caribbean and the Organization of Caribbean States. Mm -hmm. um, who else? The Deputy President, mm -hmm. the Deputy Resident Representative mm -hmm. of that's UNDP. They mm -hmm. too have joined on on this same campaign to help combat such. Then they also have a jingle. I can't remember how the jingle goes by one of our um, popular Clitsonians have a jingle in terms of the whole um, human trafficking. Mm -hmm. But they are making lead way to help stamp it out among the Caribbean countries, islands. Mm -hmm. So that is one step in, in that direction to help sensitize everyone about it because we think that in the Caribbean, because we don't see it as we don't, we don't see we have such here. Mm -hmm. Like the mm -hmm. same picture that we were sp speaking about earlier, we see people getting snatched in that picture. Holy, holy lady was lured into sharing a cab to get mm -hmm. to where she was going because she's in a foreign, uh, foreign country. Mm -hmm. Here, we don't really have that per se. Mm -hmm. Or, mm -hmm. no, I shouldn't say we don't have that. We, we don't, it's not on a broad scale. Mm -hmm. But when I find out when you start to do research on stuff, then you come to realize, well, hey, mm -hmm. I didn't even know mm -hmm. there was a campaign to help reduce human yeah. trafficking. Hi, Rudy. How are you doing? He right? just said good, good night to, oh, to us. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. Yeah. Okay, go on. So we don't even know that it hap it's happening here. So some yeah. of the other things mm -hmm. that I researched and found was within some um, shopping areas when I think this was happening this, was, this happened mid middle of the year, June, June or so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have two malls here, Sheraton and Sky Mall. Persons were handing out information, the National Task Force Against Trafficking. Mm -hmm. They were handing mm -hmm. out information to purpose to sensitize us about what to look for, some of the points that we, uh, Hillary mentioned earlier, what to look for and, you know, letting us know the, some of the things that, the per that persons will some of the persons that are likely targeted mm -hmm. when it comes to human trafficking because mm -hmm. little children and I think they're doing a lot of skits and stuff in school mm -hmm. where little children and little children let's say little children I mean children like eight nine ten mm -hmm. are in what we call primary school here yeah which is between yeah. five to ten years old they're started sensitizing children and doing it by doing skits and stuff in school about when someone come try to lure you to give you something or say well your mom told me to collect you and or your parents your parents say to collect you from school or 
take you to this particular after school event and right some children right. without thinking because some of them some persons that come to grab children are persons that children are familiar with mm -hmm. they might be familiar mm -hmm. with, with them from visiting their homes mm -hmm. or from just seeing them in the neighborhood right and you know with right. kids once you have a familiar face you may think that that person is friendly right so they started sensitizing children within school. I think one of the persons um, that deals with the sex crime and human trafficking unit in Barbados is mm -hmm. Veronica, Veronica Shepherd Whitney. Right. She's one of right. the persons that is part of that program. So any conversations you need, whether you see something or you're not sure about a situation, that is one of the persons you can call. She's a station sergeant mm -hmm. in charge of mm -hmm. sex crimes and human trafficking. So once you call the numbers, and we mentioned the numbers, the specific numbers, because 211 is our hotline number, like, oh, you have 911, the general number for the US and Canada. Okay. 21 okay. is our, our police contact number, but there's also a specific number that you can call, which is directly to the same lady, sergeant, station yeah. sergeant. Yeah, and we'll give that number Sorry. later in the show as well. Yeah, we give those at the end of the show. Yeah. So that's it from my end in terms of Barbados and some of the incidents that like to occur and some of the stuff that we are doing to sensitize the public. Yeah, Rudy, you I know where you work, and do you have any incidents or anything you witnessed where, uh, in regards to human trafficking? Drop it in the chat and I'll read it out. Um. When it comes to the USI, they have the domestic um, trafficking hotlines. Uh, that number is one triple eight three seven three seven eight eight. And in Canada, uh, it's the Royal Mountain Police or the Canadian uh, Human Trafficking. And that's one three eight three three nine zero zero ten ten. You can always call nine one one in either country. And mm -hmm. um, you know, Canada has one of the highest uh, human trafficking in North America. For certain areas here in, oh, sorry, <laughs> that's me making a boo boo. <laughs> and uh, um, here in Canada, um, the, a particular area, I don't want to advertise what the area is, but there's a particular area in um, Toronto that is known for human trafficking. It does look very high end, and a lot of people wouldn't even associate that area with human trafficking because it's a lot of condos in that area. And that's another thing is the condos are a good way of where they do a lot of hiding of oh, yeah. trafficking and a lot of um, escort service and, and, you know, sex trade and et cetera. But that's one of the things here. Um, I had a situation, as I said, that happened years ago where um, um, a co-worker and I, um, you know, the little girl just looks, it looks weird. It, it didn't look right. <laughs> you know, although she was, it was a little girl and, you know, that was the the grant that we're taking on the grandma, gra grandfather role. Uh, it just didn't look right. It was just very weird. So I, you know, the little girl was um, wanting to go to the restroom and I, I volunteered to, um, you know, to go with her to the restroom. To the sister. Yeah. I was just kind of, you know, it was mm -hmm. just, it was just really strange. And the, it was, it was the fact that they didn't want her to go to the restroom that kind of alarmed me. So um, I asked her if she was okay. And she said, no. And uh, I said, is that your grandparents? And she said, no. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you're not good. This is not going to be good. So um, I came back out. I told my uh, coworker and uh, myself and him kind of, you know, went into action in regards to trying to get this child um, protection. And um, it's yeah. not always good to get involved, but in this situation, we, we knew that we had a little bit more, um, we could we had a little bit more training, training uh, to, for this, and uh, myself and him were able to get the child away from the two elderly people. I mean, they fought us physically, and um, police did get involved, and um, you know the child was taken to uh, you know in the possession in the possession mm -hmm. of the um, of the police, and then the two um adults elderly adults and I, when i say elderly i'm talking about they look like they were in the 70s and 80s girl so it doesn't have to have really a look. So, yes so they have it, to be in the business long yeah it didn't it doesn't have to have a look and the well, thing is because it was very cultural for the behavior to be that way 
you I wouldn't have it suspected it unless it was the whole bathroom thing not wanting her to go to the restroom like why would you not want her to go to the restroom when she was going on a long trip it didn't make any sense to me it, you know and, and just the behavior and then her allowing me to take her to the restroom and then the way she but the way she the was stranger. Acting, it was just straight it was just the whole the whole thing was just weird Rudy was saying uh, we always are the lookout for strange behavior from kids even adults that might seem strange and that that's true Rudy you know and that whole thing just was really weird I I walked away from that 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 um interaction just mind blown I came home and hugged my kids I was just mind blown as to so how simple. simple not only she got true security <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they got true security with that kid and everything and I was just mind blown I was really really seriously mind blown as to how simple it was for her mm -hmm. to get from where they were to where they ended up and through police <laughs> through security through every like the the steps that they went to get through they were about to get on you know to leave the country or the plane to leave yeah <laughs> so well, my my whole thing is uh it is that easy to uh, get mm -hmm. by people and that's why a lot of people don't realize that a person is being trafficked but the, you know as I as I read out the signs earlier you one know, of the things too because there were age there were old mm -hmm. people as you say elderly people exactly person might it. not think that you, you wouldn't think that's it what you would, doing. I honestly I, I honestly thought that was the grandparents because they look old and she's really she was nine years old so I wouldn't have suspected wow. anything and then we had a situation when I had a situation where I was walking in Toronto. <laughs> I was new to Toronto. I was coming down, coming back from the States and new to Toronto. And uh, I was walking on the street and this guy, he pulled up his, uh, his car onto the show, onto the, uh, the sidewalk, opened the door. So when he opened the door, I was between the door and him. Okay. And he's like, oh, you were walking. I was walking, minding my business, had my headphones on. Ladies, one earplug, <laughs> one, one, because that that's what kind of got. Because I heard something, but I wasn't sure what it was. So by the time I, he, it was quick because the time I turned around, I was already between the door holding me and him, right. And then, um, so just a tug and you'd be in the car. Yeah, well, I was literally in the car. Like all he had to do was pull. Yeah. As you said, pull me. Mm -hmm. that, that was it. Just pull you when you were in you know, the car. I, I, I knew some training and I kind of defended myself, but then someone else that I knew also, he, he jumped off the second floor <laughs> and, 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 you know, came and tried and, but the guy, you know, he, he, he pulled off and he's like, he, he, he what he said to me was, you're going to marry me. That's basically what he said. And then, yeah, the fight started, and he was grabbing me. And I'm grab, and I'm trying to pull away, and then the person came, and you know, and uh, oh, yeah, I watch. I let me tell you something. You gotta watch yourself out there. <laughs> you really do. As simple as that is. It's as simple as that, and this is the and this is the thing. We I know we have situations in DR in Dominican Republic where people kids are being mm -hmm. taken from Haiti and being brought over there or vice versa to work in the cane fields a lot of labor for that one there is a documentary on that where they have like nine-year-old kids that haven't seen their parents and and then they have some kids that are now like teenagers and they hadn't seen their parents since they're like five years old you know so you know i i saw one uh article that you had uh or barbados when they were talking about there were particular places that you, you you normally traffic for sex and labor from Barbados, like to Barbados. I think it was Guyana, um, Venezuela, uh, Jamaica. Um, what was the other one? D D Dominican Republic, and there was one other other one that. Um, the Spanish-speaking um, country. I think it was coast. I, I can't say it's no Panama. Panama, yeah. No, um, sorry, Cuba. Cuba. It was Cuba. It was Cuba, and so uh, those countries are known for a lot of trafficking in Barbados when it comes to um, sex trafficking uh, or escort escort service they is and some also labor as well so uh, again this is a world issue it's not a 
particular culture or sex um, only. It's labor, it's sex, it's elderly, it's children, it's boy, mm -hmm. girl, man, child, whatever. Like, yeah, it's money for them. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Okay. Um, so, Teresa, you want to talk, you want to give that number for Barbados? Yes, the number for, oh, well, basically our, our hotline number, like how y'all guys have 911 is 211. Mm -hmm. But the trafficking number, which we call the Sex Crime and Human Trafficking Unit of the Barbados Police Service, is 
Mr. T-shirt, you got to check him out on YouTube. He really came in and he's a YouTube uh, influencer. He came in and he really helped oh, us yes. with some inf information and sat with us and had a little meeting. So thank you so much, Mr. T-shirt. Uh, check out Mr. T-shirt on his YouTube channel. Great T-shirts in New York City. I mean, he's actually doing the T-shirts for, oh, so uh, for the Eiffel uh, Family Reunion in Barbados for 2023. Uh, his T-shirts are amazing. A lot of his tips on his line are very amazing. He has over 11,000 uh, subscribers. Check him out again, Mr. T-shirt on YouTube. We'll be right back with a little bit more of some hot tea. And when we come back, we will let you know what to do. <laughs> getting better welcome back hillary <laughs> ah, i think i'm getting better i think i'm getting better teresa <laughs> are you gonna keep that comment to herself <laughs> i try i try okay so we're back with some more hot tea t you want to take it away from here in regards to what to do and when you see yes. a victim 20 ways you can no the other one human trafficking no the other one on your phone what to do if you see someone being trafficked. So if you suspect someone who is a victim of trafficking, contact your local. Yes. First, consult yeah. your local law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I know some of us might be eager to jump in, especially if it's children or someone elderly, but you don't know who else is lurking around, watching what's going on. But basically, who else is on for the defense of the person that you receive taking, carrying out the act. So the best thing to do, make use of your phones, make contact with law enforcement. Tell them where you're, give them your, your pre, um, exact information. Let them know where you're located and what's happening so that they can get going and assist you, assist the person and follow your leads. The next one, don't take any perceived risk, like you said, and try to intervene in a situation that it can end up being very violent. Mm -hmm, if you if if you approach the, the victim, always choose the right time and place to have a full discussion. I want to go back to that so second point know. about not taking um, risks. Uh, just remember that for human trafficking, for some of these people, this is a multi-million dollar uh, business for mm -hmm. them. And so and you're basically stepping into yeah, if you're stepping into yeah, if you're stepping in to do anything, you're you're messing with their money. Uh, that's how they see it. Unfortunately, they don't mm -hmm. care about human lives. They care about their financial financial uh, life and and their and that money and their properties and commodity to to uh to them. So, please, 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 do not risk your life. It's better for everyone involved if you if you uh can just call nine one one. Um, take a picture. Two one one. Uh, re yeah, two or two one one in Barbados. Mm -hmm. Take a picture. Uh, you know, record the license plate, uh, description of the car, what the person looks like. Being a witness and having that kind of information is so vital to the police officers, and so that will be a, even a better uh, uh, action than than actually physically getting involved. Because sometimes these kids or people or adults. You know, they've been brainwashed so much that they might even fight you. So be careful, be safe. Go on, Teresa. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you if you approach the victim, like I was saying, if you approach the victim, always choose the right time and place to have a full discussion mm -hmm. so that you and both you and the victim, you both are safe. Establish a rapport with the victim. He or she may be taught to distrust outsiders like um the hillary in the scenario only earlier the little girl she stepped in and she started talking to the, the child and off, offered help then she found out what was really going on and 
they took it from there and the had the little girl go to safety and the grandma and grandpa assumed grandma and grandpa got arrested or well taken into custody mm. physically <laughs> they were fighters man <laughs> i could swear i was like yo grandparents could fight <laughs> yeah man <laughs> Because as, as I said, it's money, right? It's money for them. So yeah, yeah, they were fighting. <laughs> be aware on and understand. Be aware and be aware and understanding of symptoms of trauma. As traffickers, of traffickers and traffic victims have likely, oh gosh, the screen as likely of traumatic experience such as violence, isolation, persistence, fear, and manipulation yeah psychological manipulation yeah definitely symptoms of trauma may include memory loss irritability hillary what is going on irritability irritability. (laughs) it's saturday depression (laughs) oh hypervigilance and antisocial behaviors Mm. and all this is because of the trauma that they are going through or that would have gone through yeah so, so yeah as, mm-hmm. imagine the, a, a child for example being tra- uh, trafficked for sex and you know being told that if you leave this particular area i'm going to kill your parents you know or i'm going to mm-hmm. kill you yeah you know and having that child and being in that situation for a year two ten years they believe it you know children you know people as they say uh, do not develop the common sense part of their brain until 25. And even after that, you know, continuous, continuous of one part is called conditioning. Continuous, continuous um, w- one action for a stimuli. After a while, you to yourself, we, I mean, we're all conditioned, right? Mm-hmm. We're all conditioned. We see certain labels and we're like, oh, yeah, I want that. You don't even know why you want it. You, you want it because you were conditioned to have it. And so the same thing happens in, in manipulation, psychological manipulation, where that person is being conditioned that this I, I am there and anything that you don't do that I say you're going to be punished for it or something bad is going to happen. So, uh, yeah, again, I, I'm going to say over and over again all through the show, please do not get physically involved in a situation where you can put yourself or others at harm. Be a witness. Call 911. Call one of the hotlines. And describe, describe, describe. Go on. Ask any questions that are necessary to provide assistance. Focus on determining what the person's immediate needs are. For example, if they want food, water, medical care, shelter, a phone call. And if possible, enlist the help of someone who speaks the person's language and understands their their culture. If available, trained translators are the best options. Any any experience in that with that um from that sentence, Hillary? Uh say that one more time. Sorry, I was posting. <laughs> Go on. And enlist the help of someone who speaks the person's language yeah. or understands the culture. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the situation where I was in, um, you know, the kid did speak a little bit of English, but that was not the main language. So maybe if you see something where you think it's safe to interact, intervene, and um, that person doesn't, you think that person Mm -hmm. doesn't speak that language and someone nearby, you know, enlist them, ask them, you know, for help uh, in a situation where the person has come to you now and you're not understanding, maybe you can reach out to some person that have that language. You can always call 911-211. Again, they do have interpreters on hand uh, for that kind of um, information. Again, those are the best mm-hmm. options is to get the authorities involved. Uh, they do have experts. They do have translators. They have uh, counselors, psychologists, all that on hand for these victims. And most victims think that they're going to get in trouble, that something bad is going to happen to them. They're going to go to jail or whatever. So again, uh, yes, if trained translators, that's normally for the police or um, a hotline. So if, for example, like say you're working a hotline, you're volunteering and that person is calling and doesn't speak the language, find the person in the room that does, right? Yeah, go on. 
okay, when you're like Hillary is saying, you, when you provide the support service, provide the option of a female or a male staff member whenever it's possible. I think that's important there because mm -hmm. the depending on the situation that he or she has been through, they may not want their they may not want the person that to, well, okay. If it's a female that caused the trauma, yeah. To have a female staff member, although let's say with the immigration if a female staff member comes to that person's aid, mm -hmm. they might be resentful because a female is the person that did whatever happened to them. Yeah. And th and that's true. Like, you know, it could be mm -hmm. that the opposite sex or same sex has uh, violated the person. And so they are a little bit more intimidated by that person being present um, or even questioning them. So that intimidation could happen or... Uh, again, the person could be triggered, uh, the, be the behavior triggered, it, it could be anything. Um, so mm -hmm. it's very, very, you got to be very cautious in regards to um, when it, the, it comes to the approach or the approach or even support. And, you know, I, I think that sentence also talk about when they come home and, um, you know, that person is looking for support, they might reject you and don't feel any kind of way. And we have to be very careful with that because, when they come home, they're coming home because they've, and they've had so much trauma, you know, and you don't know what exactly a hundred percent would happen because sometimes, uh, some of people that have been trafficked would not talk about it. Um, oh, I, I don't know the recovery. I wanted to, to find the recovery amount of people that do get taken and how many are returned, but I wasn't able to, to find an exact number for worldwide, but it is something where, you it has to happen in the moment when you see it happening call make that call don't be afraid about oh and i don't want to get involved or whatever you don't even have to say your name just give the the the, the description see what say what you see and let the police take it from there you have done your you know you've done a great job there thank you thank you thank you witnessing is just as much and even more important than getting him physically involved because again as i said person being brainwashed they might even fight you um and then also too these people are making millions and millions of dollars off of this um trade mm -hmm. so-called trade and that they will hurt you or possibly kill you so it's best to get the authorities involved and call 911 or your local hotline yeah, um, I just did a little bit of research there. They said it was recovery statistics for human trafficking is it is staggering. But mm -hmm. uh, one to two percent of child traffic trafficking victims are recovered. Wow! Say that one more time. One to two percent. One to two percent of child wow. trafficking victims are recovered. And that's why it's so yep. important that when you see it happening, you get on that phone, get off of Facebook and YouTube and wherever you are, and you get involved and you call the police right away. And you give the description, you give everything, the license plate, color of the car, what the person looks like, they dress, what direction they went in, get involved that way. That is so, so, so very important. I can't say enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, one is, other that thing is, that here. Is, that is, is that's prevent. a lot. One to two percent, Teresa. Yeah, one to two percent. Wow. And that, that's what they talk about the children trafficking. They haven't given me any any statistics on about adults, the adults trafficking. Yeah. On and, the and adults. This is the no. thing when it comes to adults trafficking, I mean we think that, you know, oh it's the uh you know sex trade and you know they saw an ad and they mm -hmm. went and um you know, to the ad and then it ended up being a, a, a situation. It, it, it could be simple. It could be less than that. Okay. Um, there is one where I, I heard about um, where people from Asia, for example, were uh, paying to come over to uh, North America illegally and being told that they can get them into the country. And then when they get here, they pay to get here. Uh, the mm -hmm. person says, okay, now you got to pay off that debt that you owe me for getting you here oh, yes. in another way. It could be labor. It's mainly labor or it could be sex. It could be whatever they choose. And that debt will never be paid off because they have no, 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 um, you know, 
they they're, they're they're not interested in letting you go that you're mm-hmm. you're you're their property and this is the modern day slavery uh you know and the the crazy thing is is that sometimes we get you know we have that sense of hi <laughs> baby eiffel just came online hi baby eiffel uh we just got that hi. we get that sense of something is wrong and we look away you know we have that habit of looking away we got to start you not know, realizing that every single person that is around you is your neighbor and we got to get involved and not think that it's not me and I don't want to be doing no one is actually around there and doing anything other than pick up the phone. OK, so again, pick up the telephone, make that call. Teresa, what is the call in Bar- the number in Barbados? One more time. The hotline number for the crisis hotline is 435-8222 or 287-9344. The actual sex crimes and human trafficking number is 430-7332 or 7333. Or you can call 211, which is much easier. Yeah, exactly. And then for the U.S., it is the U.S. Department of State uh, Domestic Trafficking Hotline, and it's one 373 Seven triple eight. Again, that number is one triple eight three seven three seven triple eight. And you can call nine one one as well for Canada Mountain Royal Police. We all know who that is here in Canada, or the Canadian uh, Human Trafficking Hotline. The both numbers are the same one eight three three nine zero zero one zero one zero. That's one eight three three nine zero zero one ten ten, and uh, again, you can go on their website. You can drop an anonymous tip. Uh, you don't have to give your name. Even when you call in, you don't have to give your name or anything like that. They just want to know the location because they're not asking because they're trying to come to you. They're asking because they want to know where it happened at. And, um, you know, y- you can also uh, help out. We're going to go through a little bit very quickly of how you can help. Uh, Teresa, that's of the 20. 20 ways yeah. that you can help. Mm-hmm. If you're a United States and believe someone's a victim, the National Human Trafficking Hotline that Hillary just mentioned, the one triple eight three seven three. Okay, one triple eight thirty seven thirty seven triple eight. That's the easy way to remember. One triple eight thirty seven thirty seven triple eight. Um, learn the indicators of human trafficking, and you can find that on the tip information um, office website. And you can also take training in that. So mm-hmm. that will, the training will help you be aware of individuals that uh, individuals, business persons, first responders. You know, help you to be aware of the situation if you see something. Um, be consistent, be conscientious, be and inform consumers. That's one you... So, for example, you see, like, you know, the, the farms, the farmers, the farms, like the farms, if you see... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. People picking uh, tomatoes and, uh, you know, making your clothes and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. look at those kind of companies and make sure that, you know, you can tell where the person is being trafficked, like, especially if it's a young person. Uh, Baby Eiffel said, I saw some finger signal on TikTok. Is, it val- is that valid? <laughs> what i saw some finger what? signal on tiktok is that valid what do you what do you mean by that uh baby i'm not sure what you're talking about to me in terms of markings because uh, you know, earlier we were talking about some persons have tattoos that's how you oh, can oh are you talking about the, the are you talking about is that what you're talking indicators? about is that what you're talking about uh baby i feel about sig a signal like that a finger signal on tiktok let me know. Uh, so, yeah. So when it comes to the, the, the those farms, um, some, you know, a lot of the farm uh, programs are really great and they are, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they are legitimate, but they have they have some that aren't. And you have to be very careful and mindful of that when you go to visit. Uh, Baby Eiffel said it's for people who are in trouble and need help. OK, so a finger, a finger signal. OK, thank you so much. for oh, that. OK, thank okay. you so much for that. Uh, yeah. Oh, volunteers in support of anti-trafficking efforts in your community. Mm-hmm. Meet with your local, state, and federal elected officials. Mm-hmm. Be well informed. Set up a web alert to receive current human trafficking news. And 
also check out the CNN Freedom Project for more stories on the different forms of human trafficking around the world. Post an awareness raising event to watch and discuss films about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Organize a fundraiser and donate the proceeds to anti trafficking organization. That's a good one. Yep. And encourage local schools. I like this one. Encourage local schools and the school district to include human trafficking in their curricula. This will help develop the protocols for identifying and reporting of suspected cases of human trafficking and responding to potential victims. Use use social media platforms to raise awareness about human trafficking. This is what we are doing here. Yep. Using different ha- hashtags, freedom first, in trafficking, stuff like that. And, and Think uh, whether, can, I, can I say something go before you go any further? Yeah. I'm in trucking and trucking industry uh, for U.S. and Canada. We are like the eyes and ears of the road. And I'm telling you right now that that is, unfortunately, they do have a high frequency of uh, human trafficking done by illegitimate truckers. They're not truckers. trucker truckers. <laughs> right. And um we are aware of that in the industry. Uh, it's one of those things, uh, you know, the bad apple kind of thing. But uh, we are the eyes and ears, and we do look out for that kind of stuff, and we do witness. And if we witness, we do, um, you know, uh, get the authorities involved immediately. So truckers in, uh, out there, you know, continue to be eyes and ears of the community and make sure that you uh, report that if you see anything, get on a CV or even on your cell phone and, um, you know, and be and be the eyes and ear and call nine one one. But sometimes what they even do is get involved and grab the person and pick them up and and take them to the local police. But again, truckers are the eyes and ears in any community, whether it be America, mm-hmm. Canada, or Barbados. They're on the roads all the time, sometimes ten to fourteen hours a day. So they they see a lot, know a lot, and hear a lot. So yeah, mm-hmm. go on, Tree. Um, become a mentor to a young person or someone in need. Yeah. Parents to parents and caregivers learn how human traffic traffickers often target and recruit youth. So that's a that's a good one there. Right? If yep. you like myself, um, parents and caregivers get that valuable information that you can identify and you can assist in those cases. Mm-hmm. And learn how to recognize traffickers and recruit recruitment tactics. Mm-hmm. How to safely navigate out of a suspicious or uncomfortable situation and how to reach out for help at any time. Faith-based communities uh, for businesses provide jobs, internships, skills training, and other opportunities to trafficking survivors. Mm-hmm. That, that, is, that is a good one, to get yeah. them back into society. Yeah. Um, for college students, take action on campus, join an established or university club to raise awareness. For healthcare providers, learn how to identify the indicators of human trafficking and assist victims. Mm-hmm. Journalists, the media plays a enormous role in shaping perceptions and 100%. guiding the public conversation about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Seek out some media best practices on how to effectively and responsibly report stories on human trafficking. And for our attorneys, offer human trafficking victim legal services including the support for those seeking benefits of special immigration status the resources are available for attorneys representing victims of human trafficking so we see from our lawyers from our journalists for health care providers students business people faith-based communities youth parents and caregivers becoming a mentor for some all of us have a role and can play a role in assisting those out of the situation or assisting those who are in the recovery process, the trauma that has, that they have experienced in human trafficking. And let's put the hashtags out there. Hashtag and trafficking. Hashtag freedom hashtag first. Freedom Freedom yeah. first. Again, hashtag and trafficking. And trafficking and, and hashtag freedom first. That's right. And let's recap the numbers again because we have like five minutes on our clock. Yep. Okay. So for the U.S. is one triple eight three seven three seven triple eight. Again, that number is one triple eight three seven three 
373-7888. And again, that's the domestic trafficking hotline in the U.S., mm-hmm. U.S. Department of State. In Canada, the Royal Mountain Police and the Canadian um, uh, Human Trafficking Hotline, that is 1-833-900-1010. That is 1-833-900-1010. And of course, you can always call 211 or uh, 911 for any kind of help. Remember, being a witness is more than than anything you can do. Don't get involved if you see you're you're putting your life at risk or the person at risk. You know, Mm -hmm. assess the situation and do what's safe, whatever is safe. But again, make that call. Go on. Yep, and here in Barbados, it's Sex Crimes and Human Trafficking Unit of the Barbados Police Service. It's 430-7332 or 7333, 430-7332 or 733. Uh, you have the crisis hotline, which is 435-8282, or 287-9344, or you can email at sex crimes and trafficking. That's sex, S-E-X-C-R-I-M-E-S, A-N-D-T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K-I-N-G, rbpf.gov.bb. And that, and those numbers also go for the person that's being trafficked as well. You can call those mm-hmm. numbers and get help. Reach out for someone. You go to the grocery store. Reach out. Ask the ask for help, but be very subtle. Uh, protect yourself at all times. Try to be as safe as you can. And again, uh, get involved uh, with your local uh, police and local organizations to help at bringing an end to human trafficking. If for them it is a, um, a monetary business, but we are putting back the word humanity in uh, human trafficking and trying to bring this to an end. So we're going to close off the show now, but we thank you so much for coming and joining us again. We have a little bit of a little new thing we're going to do at the end of the show. I hope I hope it works out, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You're on Hillary to be to be the the technician person. Oh my gosh, uh, this one hand and thing is not working out for me. But whatever. Anyhow, uh, so <laughs> we would be with we would with you next week. We have a a really great show coming up in December. We really are excited about this winter from the uh, from um, 90 Day Fiance and um, Family Chantel will be on the show. Uh, it's going to be a great show about exercising. Oh, here we go. Uh, Nicole saying goodnight before we uh, before we said this was great to know. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Nicole, for always supporting us. Again, we will have Winter on the show. We are very excited about having her here. She's been through a long journey when it comes to weight loss and also building that self-esteem. And we can't wait to hear the exciting things she has to share with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, and we have uh, some other sh- great shows coming out. We have our lubrication show. Okay, excited about that one in December. And then we have some other shows. We're going to talk about some black girl excellence because we are two black women <laughs> and we are very motivated. We're still having that cause that we're working on. We really want to have a black women's movement in regards to uh, helping someone um, go back to school. And um, mm-hmm. that is um, a cause that we're going to really drive on. Um, as, I, as I said last week, is that uh, black women are intersectional and uniquely so and so we want to see if we can come together and at least get one person back to school um and help that one person who has been through domestic mm-hmm. violence and um just trying to trying to make things work and trying to get back out there but uh, financial is the issue and we want to put our feet behind there our hands behind there and support that sister okay so anyways, uh, we thank you, thank you, thank you for always supporting us. Remember to subscribe. I'm always blocking it. Like, subscribe, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, comment and like. And uh, tell us what you want to hear on the show. Uh, Baby Ifo said, good show on awareness of this problem. Thank you so much for that. And, thank you, uh, thank you. Rudy is trying to talk to the ladies in the chat. <laughs> yeah, um, they always a good uh, bunch. They always support us. Rudy, Baby Eiffel, and Nicole, they always support us here on uh, Hot Tea with Pleasure. So, Teresa, it was nice talking to you again. Thank you for putting up with me this week. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, we will see you uh, next week. Uh, what is, do you remember what our show is next week, uh, Teresa? Mm, not, not off head. <laughs> oh, I always get her. 
<laughs> she likes it. What is it, Hillary? If I go, I have to look at my calendar. <laughs> Next we went through we doing a whole <laughs> we went through doing a whole calendar and everything. So next week we will have let's talk. Um, let's talk about sex. We're going to talk about some sex uh, next week and see where we land on that. We try to keep it as uh, G rated as possible. <laughs> hey, Rudy, you gonna be you gonna be here for that one? He's he's talking to the ladies. Anyways, uh, Teresa, <laughs> I will see you. Ciao, ciao for now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks Bye. for watching.